Coming at you in three, two, one. Well, Mark, we worked out. Coming at you in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we are off and running, boys. Well, my Sham and I workshopped this before the show because coming into the season, I said, all right, we're going to be like a concert this season. You want a bombastic opening track and then go into the rest of the show. In your language, what we did was more like Zach Brown opening with Highway 20 Ride, and then you go into Chicken Fried. Because uh, this past week, Mutt 0 and 3, John 1 and 2, Shime 1 and 2. However, I was 2 and 1. Oh, sorry, Thank 2 and 1. Thank you very much. I told you, I'm dyslexic, dude. I know. Get this backwards sometimes. But we're not going to dwell on that too much, although I will say. 3-0 and o in my mom's work league for the picks that I give her. <laughs> oh, <dear laughs> we, put that on the t-shirt. 3-0 oh, in my mom's work league. <laughs> if, we, if we could get, we split the winnings at the end of the year. Uh, is, is, the, is there a third call? Okay, so I'm 1-2-3 and three on the year. Uh, oh, you're 1-2. You're, you're one and two. We're not counting those. We're 1-2, but, but do, we, do, we count, do we count Damian Harris's uh, rushing total over? Because I gave well, you that. That, that hit. Well, that's what the 1-2 and two was, is. Yeah, that was part of your 1-2. and two. Oh, it was? Yeah, that was your only hit. Oh, yeah, because I oh I included Patriots as well. Yeah. Okay, so that's where that's where I I see what we're doing here. Well, mixed success, I'd say, uh, for the podcast, except for Shime. Oh, holy Shime did well. Yes. Shime did you. well not only on his podcast bets, but on his off air bets as well. Uh Mutt and I, not so much. But but we did that on Tuesday. We don't do that anymore. We get right into it. So Patriots Jets, Patriots favored by five and a half points, over under forty one and a half. Mutt, let's start with you. What's your lean? Uh, Patriots roll. I'm not going to be interested at five, five and a half. The number has flown way up, but this is this is so set up for the Patriots. Off a, war- a week one loss against a rookie quarterback. Like a- everything is setting up for the Patriots to win this game comfortably. I-, I don't love the number, boys, but I think the Patriots they win this game and they, they probably cover. It will not be one of my three picks today, though. Yeah, I am. I'm with you, Mutt. I uh, I think the Patriots will win. I don't think they cover though. I, I I'm going to take the points here, five and a half. Uh, whether it's a backdoor cover or it's just like a field goal win, I just I I don't. This Patriots team isn't going to kick ass a lot of times this year. I'm sorry, just not. They're not built that way. And so I think this is going to be a close game anyway. You chop it up. So five and a half points is too many for me. I'll take the points. I, I like the Patriots to cover in this one. And famous last words after last week. I said last week two things, Mutt. We are no longer allowed to bet on the Atlanta Falcons, and Uh-oh. I'm probably yep. not going to bet on road teams until at least uh, October. However, it ha- this, so this won't be one of my picks. Not sure if I'm putting money on it. We'll see when I uh, cross the New Hampshire border on Sunday morning. A, a oh. endeavor I did undertake, by the way, Mutt. It was oh, actually baby. it was quite sure enjoyable. Did. Uh, yeah, speaking of Highway 20 ride. Uh, but one thing to note about this Jets, so they lose Mekhi Becton, obviously the left tackle. He's out for a while. They lose one of their two saving graces in the defensive backfield. Marcus Joyner, out for the season. All of their cornerbacks, first or second year guys, all either fifth, sixth, seventh, undrafted uh, undrafted guys back there. I do like the Patriots to roll a bit more. I think Mac is going to be able to attack downfield a bit more in this game than uh, they did against the Dolphins, or the, more so that the Patriots will actually include it in the game field. I do like the under, though, because I don't think the Jets are going to put up a lot of points in this one without Becton and, and against a, a much better defense than what they played uh, what they played last week. So that, that's where I'm at that. Uh, any props on this from either of you? Any Anything you like? I'll say I do like the Mac over uh, on the passing yards and the running backs for me. I'm kind of staying away for now. Shime, you had Damian Harris in your perfect lineup today. Yep. What do you think? I, I think there's too much unknown to bet on the I, Patriots running I don't. Backs I think week. this is the Damian Harris backfield. They're not going to give a ton of carries to James White. They're not going to give a ton of carries to J.J. Taylor if he comes back. They're not going to give a ton of carries to Ramondre Stevenson. This is Damian Harris's backfield. Uh, this is his. This is all him, baby. Like he's going to have a chance to come out, kind of have a little redemption day for himself. And uh, I think Damian Harris kind of has a good day. 
Mutt, anything from you there? No, I, I did see a couple hours ago where Jamison Crowder is going to be active and probably going to start in the slot. Uh, I have not looked to see if uh, you know our, our book of choice is updated uh, to include him in the, the reception props. I, I might be interested there only because I think Zach Wilson is going to want to get the ball out quickly. They did get to try to get the ball to Elijah Moore uh, a bunch of times last week. It did not happen. As I'm looking now uh, under receptions, as I'm trying to talk through this, they have not even added him yet uh, to that pool. But if they added him in there, um, and only put it like two and a half, three, three and a half. I'd be interested in Jameson Crowder over uh, receptions, the starting slot guy for Zach Wilson. Braxton Berrios' revenge game coming in as well. He had seven targets. Me last and Mutt week. had a bet once on Braxton Berrios, and I kicked Mutt's ass. Oh, I, I remember and that. He's going to have been, He's going to have a nice long career as a slot receiver, and uh, it's just not. He's sort of. He's on the outside looking in because Jameson Crowder is one of the best slot receivers in football, and with that. That three-man group, he's not going to play a lot this week. For sure. Think. All right, no time to waste. Let's get into the picks. But first, another column up on WEI.com for myself. That's oh, two Jesus. days in a row, two <laughs> weeks in a row with two. Or it might be three weeks in a row with three. I forget. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about uh, how Mac Jones will never be in the situation he was in in week one, again, for the rest of the season. You'll see a lot of different stat lines from him, especially when you dig into the next-gen stats. And, Mutt, by the way, Shime and I spoke last episode, and uh, I passed along to him the conversation that you and I had last week. And uh, we accept your invitation for a, uh, a weekly Friday night hit on your show. Uh, yes, once the Red Sox season is over, <laughs> we'll be good to go. No, no, that that's uh, you we haven't officially Sean? talked about it, but I mean, I don't have a lot of Friday night shows oh. between now and September. But yeah, I, I had I had a lot of fun. Surprisingly, a lot of fun. Well, more with Shine than Anderson, but <laughs> those were fun on Friday. I'm looking at oh, why, 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 why did those end again? I don't I don't seem to recall Shine. What, what uh, do you mean? I'm COVID pan- shaming Shine. I think it was a pandemic. That <laughs> and, 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 we, and the Super Bowl was over. <laughs> yeah, well, we know we did we did the episode. We did the episode before the Super Bowl, right? Yep. And then we did, and then none of us did. We even do that, or was it? No, no, no. We that's, that was a year ago. That was, we didn't. Ha- I couldn't have in studio guests last oh, year. We right. Did, I did two years of Tommy Curran for two hours on Thursdays. Right. I'm like, oh, by the way, <laughs> he can't come in here anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, so, oh yeah, well, I'm by myself at nights. With sometimes with Andy Hart, maybe sometimes, and the other times with like, Ryan Hannibal on an ISDN line. So. Oh. The vitriol in the pronunciation of Han- Ryan Hannibal. Like Hannibal. I had oh, to be back. rubs nipples. He'll I had to have Ryan Hannibal in with me. All um, these things are happening post football. Yeah, uh, post Red Sox yeah. season, a whole so whole new Friday night show. That's Sign a it up, yeah, baby. Two years ago, we only did the Super Bowl. Last year, we were doing the playoffs, but we didn't do the pre Super Bowl episode because of that. I had to hide in my little shoebox of a room. So, uh, anyways, Mutt, let's kick it off with you. Your first uh, pick this week. Uh, I have two totals and a game. I'll start with a side. I- I'm. I'm excited about um, some of the overreaction stuff this week from people. I'm sure you guys probably have a similar theme where, and some of this stuff has been erased by Thursday in the lines, but it, it just feels like people, we and myself included, overreact too much what we saw in week one. And with that in mind, if I have a chance to bet against Jameis Winston as a favorite, I'm going to do it. I want the Carolina <laughs> Panthers boys this weekend as a home dog getting three and a half against Jameis Winston. Uh, I think that Carolina defense is better than I thought they were going to be. Sam Darnold was not great in that game. I know Christian McCaffrey carried most of that offense, but this is really just a, I want to bet against Jameis Winston as a favorite, and I want a home dog. Give me Carolina plus three and a half to open up my picks for the week. Yeah, I don't hate this. I think Carolina overall is better than we give them credit for, especially on the defense. I think Burns is awesome, 
uh, and they were just a menace to the Jets all week last weekend. And so, honestly, it's just keep this close. It's just don't turn the ball over and let McCaffrey do his thing and let the defense play, and they have a shot at even winning this game outright. So I, I, don't, I don't hate that pick at all, Mutt. I like the Panthers this year. They're one of my surprise playoff teams, but I'm not ready to bet on them against uh, a team like the Saints whose defense may be surprising people right now, but they've done that in the early part of the season before, and then by October they're completely ass. Or the other way around, they suck, then they're good. So I'm not ready to bet on them yet, but give me till October file it under the Falcons and, and the away teams thing. And John, I don't know if you were alluding to this. You talked about the road teams. I am I, I am more excited to bet on some home teams these early couple of weeks. Yep. I do think I, I think the crowds were a factor. Even talking to Matthew Slater on Monday, you know, he talked about the impact of the crowd in that game. Didn't really help them out to win. But I do think getting a team that uh, is underrated against a, a team that's high-flying off the five five touchdown passes by Jameis. <laughs> he had like 100 yards passing. Give me the Panthers as a home dog. Sean, what do you got? Uh, my first pick is I'm just going to go back to the well here. I'm picking against Indianapolis. I'm taking the Rams. I don't understand how this is a four-point game. The Rams dominated the Bears. The Seahawks absolutely crapped on the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. And now the Rams are only four-point favorites here. This line is way too low. This should be a touchdown. Uh, I'm taking the Rams minus four here. They're going to do exactly what Seattle did. They're going to come out. They're going to throw a bunch of early bombs, beat a beat-up secondary for Indianapolis, get ahead early, make Carson Wentz play from behind, and just win. And that's it's it's very like I don't I don't understand how this game is only four points, which is why I'm taking the Rams here. I'm very cautious with this first pick, but I, I think I love it. Pittsburgh Steelers, six and a half at home against the Raiders. I know that the Raiders, so far after one week, they are definitely, for one week, were not what I thought they were going to be coming in, uh, coming into the season. Steelers defense, though, they were first in hurries last week, third in pressure rate. I think they're going to get a lot more sacks against an inferior offensive line. Uh, that the Raiders have than they did against the Bills last week. I still don't think the Steelers' offense is this great thing. They ran play action a lot, which was surprising, but it didn't really matter because Ben Roethlisberger couldn't push the ball down the field. Najee Harris is getting hit in the backfield every single play. If you watched that Steelers' defense last week and you don't think that 2015 Broncos is on the table, then I really don't know what to tell you. I don't think Big Ben is as bad right now as Peyton Manning was in 2015. I think that's very much on the table. Colton Miller, a lot. He looks like he's coming along as a left tackle. Alex Leatherwood, man. Right tackle for the Raiders. Brutal. Welcome to the NFL moment for him. I, I fundamentally believe that you should just not play rookie tackles in week one against if you're going to. Unless they're Rayshon Slater. Right. If they're going to be up against, uh, like, what was the guy's name? Owe and then Justin Houston, like, just completely decimated him. Anyways, yeah, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Six and a half point favorites at home whoa, against whoa, whoa, the Raiders. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, it's, it's only five, five and, and a half, right? Yeah, five, five and a half. Oh, I checked at two forty five or one forty five, and I had I, I saw six and a half where I checked. So no, regardless, I like either five one. Five and a half for you. I like either one. There you one, go. You so. get five and a half. So there okay. you go. Okay. Congratulations, Mutt. Well, what do you got for your next pick? Uh, I got a couple totals, and since you guys said we can't bet the Atlanta Falcons, I want to bet the Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> over uh, on Sunday. It's fifty one well, and, over and is a half. Different. Over is different. We well, mean we mean we mean betting on the Falcons to cover the spread. Yes. Exactly. Well, and this is interesting. Or the money line, but that would be t- psychotic. You cannot run against Tampa. We've seen this now the last couple of years. They're a complete pass funnel. That's all you can do is pass against them. And I know Atlanta, it was it, they fell flat in their face. They were embarrassing. But if I'm going to believe in Arthur Smith to be a good coach, then I have to believe he's going to get away from the Mike Davis stuff. They Rid, uh, Ridley had three catches for 39 yards on the first drive, had one catch the rest of the game. Like they, They're going to get him more involved. You can throw against Tampa. We saw Dallas do that 
on Thursday Night Football. I think there's a lot of points in this game. Atlanta can't stop the pass. Uh, Tampa wants you to pass. Totals 51.5. And, and by the way, both teams are probably going to want to play this game fast. Give me the over Bucks and Falcons 51.5. Sean. Uh, I, my next pick, I'm going to go with Cincinnati plus two and a half at Chicago. Uh, I just think Chicago sucks, and Cincinnati's a lot better Dalton than people think. Dalton revenge game, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't really care. Andy Dalton blows. That Chicago team is bad. Like, they are More not like good. Chicago. Yeah, basically. And, oh. I mean, but we saw Cincinnati last week. They're a dog at home, and they beat the Vikings. Bengals granted, cats. Granted, it was uh, overtime, but they still beat. Well, they still won. I expect yep. them to win again this week, too. That Bengals offense is really good. They're not going to play a lot of defense this year, um, but I also don't think the Bears offense is good enough to keep up. Between Jamar, Hayes, or Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and uh, Tyler Boyd, and then Joe Mixon, that offense is going to be electric. I am all in on Cincinnati plus two and a half this it week. It should mention here, Sean, th- this has been a weird one. I think, I think it opened at uh it was, I think it opened at five. There has been so much money yeah, on Cincinnati. Was looking, at the, looking at the public betting, it's like 80% of the bets and the money are coming in hard on Cincinnati. So you are with a lot of people and apparently a lot of sharp people who want to fire on the Bengals getting points in Chicago this weekend. Well, much in the way that Mutt immediately betted on the Falcons after we said we wouldn't bet on the Falcons, I said I wouldn't bet on road teams. However, uh, my Denver Broncos are six-point favorites in Jacksonville. This week, Teddy Bridgewater, I think he lit up a pretty good defense last week, but it's the Giants, so everyone just assumes the entire team is bad. But the defense is actually pretty good. And uh, the Jaguars playing an inefficient offense against an elite defense like the Broncos is not going to go well for them. Unless Urban Meyer uh, retires today or leaves the team today and uh, your guy Skybox Shoddy and Daryl Bevel take over the offense, then I am going to bet against the Jaguars, especially when it's a team I love as much as the Broncos for the rest of the season. couple of props, though. This might be – the time's going to tick on this bet. But Melvin Gordon over rushing yards, it's 42.5 right now. And this sort of happens whenever there's a rookie drafted in the first couple rounds that a lot of people are high on, but there's another guy there. Usually they lean on the veteran earlier in the season, and at some point the rookie sort of takes over. It happened uh, Did that with Jonathan Taylor last year. That might be a bad example. Yeah, so example. I would just be careful with this because last week – Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams were basically even. Actually, Javante Williams was yeah. out carrying Melvin Gordon. I know it was the one rush, And Melvin but Gordon still. just had the one big rush low. at the end of the game. Yeah, I I don't know if I would necessarily go with 42 just because they weren't very efficient running the football. Granted, again, I think New York the New York Giants are a pretty solid defense. But you look at Mark Ingram last week against the Jacksonville uh, defense. He was not efficient at all. He was like 62 yards on 24 carries, which is putrid. So I would just be careful. I think I, I agree with you. I think Denver is easily the better team here, and they probably cover this spread. But I would just be very careful on that prop bet. It's not great value either. It's minus 120. But I think I think the first four weeks are when you take that bet if you're going to. Also, Cortland Sutton, over four and a half. You're getting plus 100 on that. Mutt, you had one more? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the total here, guys. Uh, San Francisco-Philly is 50 and a half as a total, and – I really like the under here. Of the three bets that I'm going to play this weekend, this is my favorite, although Houston team total is my favorite last week, and that was an absolute disaster. That, By the way, Sean, we were, that was done by halftime, which yeah, is always we nice toast. when your team total is done uh, by halftime. But with the 49ers, like, I know Debo Samuel had a good game. Watching a bunch of that, like they were happy to give the ball to this kid Mitchell the second that Mostert went out, and I still get the impression that they don't trust Garoppolo. And I think they're going to want to run the ball here. They're going to want to play – uh, keep away from Jalen Hurts, and I don't think Hurts is going to hit those same big plays he was able to hit against his 49ers defense. I think 49ers win time possession. I think they try to grind clock on this, and I can't imagine this game getting into the 50s. I want the under 
and a ball control game, Eagles and uh, uh, 49ers. That's a 1 o'clock game there on Sunday. So I just be careful there on that total, much just from the perspective that Jalen Hurts went off last week. Sean, will you live a against little? Two. Every against time two. Every time you. No, 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 but, but Against wait, but two. Wait. They also, the defense just didn't show up against Detroit. Jared Goff lit them up yeah. with a bunch of little dink and dunk that was throws. All ju- that was all ju- a garbage time. It, re- it really just. And it they, was. They, they I mean, it was a garbage cover. Up. And trust me, I was oh, very I upset about that. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> Mutt oh, told I, me to go oh, take a walk. The, scar- the wound is being ripped open. I'm sorry, Sean. It's okay. No, I just be careful of that. I think Jalen Hurts is the real deal, so I just kind of be careful with that one, but I understand your perspective there where they want to run the football and kill the clock. That makes that makes and sense the, to me. And for the record, the big money is on the the under here, looking at the number here. Only 35% of the bets, but 80% of the money Ooh, wow, uh, is okay. on the Eagles under the, the, on the under here. So uh, I'm going to go with the sharp money and hope it's a low-scoring game and hope that Shanahan is smarter and that defense yeah. is smarter <laughs> than that Lions defense. Th- th- this was my last cut before I ended up going with Pittsburgh and Denver this game. You guys ever watch Parks and Rec where the guy who Nick Offerman plays is watching into Home Depot, and Ron the worker Swanson, comes yep. over. Ron the Swanson, guy who Nick Offerman plays, Ron Swanson. Just say Ron his Swanson's name. walking Thank into you. Home Depot, and the worker comes over to him to say something. He goes, "I know more than you." <laughs> this is Kyle. <laughs> this is what Kyle Shanahan and Nick Sirianni is this week. I get there's the whole thing about there about how like I guess Nick Sirianni looked at Jalen Hurts' college tape and is doing what Jalen Hurts does well. Kyle Shanahan does not get credit for how good of a defensive coach he is. Obviously, comes his father is friggin' Mike Shanahan, so you have that. But he also started as a defensive quality control coach under John Gruden. So he knows how to give. Remember, he gave Mahomes a bit of a difficult time his rookie year. In, I believe it was in October when Mahomes was lighting it up. The hardest time he had that year until the playoffs was against uh, Kyle Shanahan and, and the 49ers defense, Robert Sallow, whatever. I think he'll give Jalen Hurts some looks he's maybe not ready for. Uh, I like San Francisco as well. I'm not really giving it. But uh, w- one last thing, guys. Talk yeah. me out of taking the Dallas money line. Talk me out of it. Dallas at Chargers plus 165. Here's here's how I'll talk you out of it. Instead, my final pick is the uh, over in that game, okay. 56. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. If there's one thing I know about the Dallas Cowboys, it's that they don't play defense. And the other thing I know about the Dallas Cowboys is Dak Prescott is going to throw for 400 Demarcus yards. Lawrence out for two months. I guess, <laughs> Definitely not playing defense yeah. then. And Dak Prescott, fun fact for you guys, has thrown more 400-yard games the last two seasons, or like, uh, the last, what is it, 18 games mm-hmm. than any other quarterback in football by a large margin, and he's only played six of them. He has thrown for 400 yards in four of his last six games. I expect that to continue because Dak Prescott is very good. That offense is very good. And so the only way the Chargers are going to keep up with that is to also score points. They looked really good against the Washington defense. That's pretty good uh, last week. And so I kind of expect this game to just – I there's a chance they get to 50 close to halftime. In my opinion, I think this game is going to be bonkers. I'm kind of shocked that the line's not even higher to really bait people. Uh, so I'm going to go over 56. It's already high, but I, I love the over. Prescott and Kellen Moore versus Herbert and Joe Lombardi. Uh, uh, this is a get right week for me. I need to make a couple bucks back. I think I'm throwing a little on Dallas money line. But anything else from you? No, and I, uh, it's tough with the player prop market. You guys talked about a couple of props. It's just I'll rant for 30 seconds because you can't bet in Massachusetts. What I'm forced to do is sort of look at things, then get in a car, go on the road, and sometimes by the time you – it just – it moves so quickly. So I have to wait until Sunday to do a lot of my prop stuff. But even by Sunday, take a look around, guys. There are some soft lines out there from a prop perspective – uh, so take advantage of that. We able to, you know sneak in uh, a pretty good one to, to salvage the day on Sunday. But it's just tough because our state doesn't let us bet legally, and you then can't even live bet 
and hedge during the game. But, so, but I've got I've got a coupon for a Red Roof Inn in Nashua if you want to use right. it Saturday well, night. My, Route 3, I'm, it's about five minutes from my house. You should stop by, John. I would have fed you for the day. Beautiful. So, so my, my buddies and I have a new uh, new routine here for the football season. Every oh, primetime game, well, Monday and Thursday night football, uh, we're going to place a nice same-game parlay thanks to, in, you know, on our DraftKings app. I'm going to drive up to New Hampshire, place the bet for us. Uh, tonight, we were going to do a nice seven-leg same-game parlay. Just make it absolutely crazy. That's what we're going to do. Every, seven just legs. To, to make Monday and Thursday night fun, we're going to do giant oh, parlays that are just stupid odds. Originally, if I could have bet on my phone here in Massachusetts, I would have gotten the bet at plus 11,000, which would have been great. Oh, but man. the line on the game moved, so I lost some value, and now it's only plus 9,000, and I'm pissed. He lost. You lost $2,000. That's Basically. what just happened. Yeah, you were going to win two grand, it, and the now state, it's gone. When I Governor hit this Baker owes you tonight, two grand, yes. I, the state should owe me money. So it's it's just so it's just so you stupid. owe the state money. That's how capitalism works. Sean. Fuck the state. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> a joke. I hope the state I, that is state. If you're listening, clear. if you're listening, I'm so sorry. It was a joke. Make it very clear. That's a joke. <laughs> that's it's a bit. It's it's, it's a, bit. a bit. The whole bitter, thing's a bit. All these no bets bit, are a it's bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> All right, Mutt. Uh, unless you got anything else, we will catch you next week, my friend. No. Good luck, boys. Thanks. Same All right, you, thanks, Mutt. Mutt. All right. Uh, if you got any other bets, if you got any opinions on ours, tweet them at us at Mutt W E I at Mutt at Night W E I at Chime Time at Anderson J A at W E I at Gresh Keefe at Winners Club Pod at Nick underscore Fryer. I don't. Is there? Why, did I miss why, any of them? Why are you including Fryer? Podcast. I don't know. I'm just. I'm listing hand. I'm okay. listing handles at Drill. You follow that guy at Drill. <laughs> yes, it's a funny one. 2007. Like was probably. My what girlfriend's his a big fan of uh, Caucasian James. As well. Caucasian James is great as well. Uh, but that's all we got for you. So, unless well, you got anything there, uh, we plugged last week. There have been no new podcasts on this podcast network no. since uh, we plugged them all on Tuesday. So, you're going to have to go back to Tuesday's episode and listen to back if you want to hear this. Uh, Shine, unless you got anything else, what do you say to the people? Uh, good luck betting, people. Keep your head straight. All right, this is good. Now we have time to workshop my open because uh, I want to do it in Mutt's language. So I was thinking something along the lines of like, oh, last week, we this season, we were like a – I thought we were going to be like a bombastic opening track to a concert, like as if Zach Brown opened with Chicken Fried, but instead we opened with Highway 20 Ride, and then we went to Chicken Fried. Is that, is that speaking Mutt's language enough? Yeah, okay, let me do that. Because I was going to say, it's like that time I saw the Killers, and they opened with Wonderful, Wonderful, and then played the man. Which is our show open, so maybe we would be speaking about something we don't know. True. I put that on the show, though. Well, I, I can edit it. I don't put the whole thing. Oh, I, that's what I was saying. I was. I thought we were on the air. Well, I didn't say we're not on the air. It's a podcast. No, it's a live broadcast. No, oh, a live yes. pod, live podcast broadcast. Live from the Win Sportsbook. <laughs> oh wait, we weren't invited. And uh, in a remote basement in Beep, Massachusetts. <laughs>